And welcome to another episode of Me, You, and JJ. I'm Daryl with me, Alexis. How you doing? Hey-oh! Nice to see you! And nice to see you too. Uh, how have you been in over the last two weeks? Yeah, busy. Life has been busy, but uh, really, 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 say it again, really enjoying the weather. Yeah. What about in Southside? Is it good? It's it's nice and balmy and beautiful and hot and sweaty and gross and lovely. That's the way I like it. <laughs> I don't it. like any of that, but have you been getting the really cool nights? We have up north. No, I actually haven't noticed that. Maybe doubtful. Uh-huh. I don't think so. But it's we been be. so nice. It's like windows wide open nights, uh-huh. aircon off. It's been good. Yeah, that sounds like the way I want to live. We've been <laughs> um, trying to enjoy it. We've, went, we've gone camping a couple times. Yeah, did you uh, go recently. glamping or camping? Last week when we went camping. Proper. Okay. But, man, I don't know what it is about camping in Jeju. Like... We always have the worst experiences, the worst experiences camping. Like, so we went to, uh, what beach was it? uh, Gwakji, over by Halim, close to Halim. Yeah, that's where I like to camp. So we were there for the weekend, and um, at like 4 o'clock in the morning, you hear the road construction because everything is right by the road. You can't get away from it. So my wife, Hyunjung, she had to go sleep in the car. Oh, man. She can't, she can't take it. She could no. not take it. And no. then at 5.30 in the morning, the local community center guys, the, all of these ajishis come out with their lawnmowers and weed whackers <laughs> around the tents at 5.30 in the morning. You just... Honestly, it's you're there's just no winning. Or I've been watching the construction at all the beaches. Every single beach has some sort of construction going on. And mm. you just would think that perhaps this could have been taken care of at the beginning of spring, not when beach season is officially here. So and I, I'm always just like, why? Why? What is the thinking behind this? Yeah. But like, you like just the- have bad luck. You got to keep trying. <laughs> head, head, you know what you should do? Head into the hills. You know, what, get yourself a nice little river spot. Try that out. We're gonna go. We're gonna go up next time. Is what we're thinking. Exactly. We're gonna go exactly. up. Find a cool stream, mm. a nice little place. You'll be you'll be happier there. Yeah, because I I mean I grew up camping. Did you grow up camping? No, actually, I'm not even not even once. Not even once, right? Not even once. I actually thought about that. So when I moved to Colorado, all my friends camped, and I was so intimidated by it. I never wanted to do it. I was I was like, no, nah, I'll just go home. Um, not until I came to Jeju did I really, really embrace it, the camping lifestyle because I just didn't know any better. And now that I know how simple it can be and how fun, mm. I regret all my past that I haven't didn't take more advantage of it. So. Well- Camping here is definitely not the same as camping back because you're so close together. The space isn't the premium. You buy your firewood and cardboard boxes from Emart. You don't just and, go pick it. Yeah, and they come with I gloves. I scour the beaches. Well, I think the worst thing about this, not I don't want to be negative Nancy right, right off the bat, but the worst thing about camping this summer mm-hmm. is specifically how how not only is it now more popular in Korea, but then we have all the uh, mainlanders coming down because they can't travel anywhere else. Right. And so um, it is, it, the past two years it's gotten crowded, more crowded and crowded, mm-hmm. and there's no secret places anymore. Mm-hmm. But especially this summer, already the beach isn't even officially open yet, and they're packed, and the campgrounds are absolutely lined. There is not even a spot 
to grab a grab a space anymore. Exactly. That. I yeah. remember I had last summer. This Madden. was last Last summer, I put up my tent on a place. I'm like, okay, I'm going to put my fire pit right in front of it. We'll go to the yep. beach, come back. Tent right there, right yeah. beside I, us. Well, And I do, there's something, I also think there's something about Korean culture as well that I think camping is new here. And just, you know, like we're going to be talking about surfing later on in the, uh, mm -hmm. on, in the interview, you know, in the podcast mm -hmm. and surfing has rules. Camping has rules too, but it's such a, you know, these are unspoken rules, but it's such <laughs> a new experience here that it hasn't necessarily, how do I say it? it hasn't gotten fleshed out yet. Those but, rules haven't coalesced. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my friends went, uh, well, anyways, it's too long of a story, but it was like one of those stories you're like, really? Did mm -hmm. they really put their tent right there? But yeah, <laughs> there is like, we're talking about like in this massive, massive area, mm -hmm. the tent went right in a space that it shouldn't have gone in, you know, empty area. And you're just like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. But maybe with time, maybe yeah. with time. Hopefully it'll get yeah. better. I know, so I'm, next time we go camping, we're going to go to the hills and I'll tell you all about it. Possibly some Ajishis with weed whackers will be there too. Who knows? <laughs> we'll see. But my fingers are crossed that you have a good experience because it's, you, you know, mm -hmm. yeah. So what I wanted to ask you for today's podcast is mm -hmm. when I say to you, Jeju, island of world peace, what comes to mind? Oh gosh, that's a um well, first <laughs> first of all, I think it's super interesting. Mm -hmm. Um mainly because and I don't want to dive too much into this, but mainly because, you know, the military just built a base here and I don't necessarily uh equate military and world mm -hmm. peace in the same sentence in the same idea. Right. So I think that's interesting, but I I'm also knowledgeable. I do know that we have world peace forums here. Mm -hmm. And I've heard that I've never gone, I've never gotten that special invite, but I hear that they're <laughs> quite popular. Um, mm -hmm. So I have, I have mixed feelings, I have mixed feelings. Do you know where the term comes from? Oh gosh, is this going to be like one of the Hawaii of <laughs> Asia? <laughs> no, <or> no. <laughs> no, I have no idea where oh, world, I just assume the Jeju government made it up. No, well, well, I mean, someone must have, but it, there's actually a lot in that term, right? So now, before we continue, um, like I must admit that I was like, I used to be really torn about this term, right? Jeju oh, okay. Island of World okay. Peace. And since okay. moving back here a couple of years ago, I was commissioned by the Jeju Peace Institute to write an article about Ooh. it for Ooh. them. And this was a while ago. And, you know, being, I said it's an island of peace in name only. That was kind of the thesis I had. And yes. now that I look back on it, I feel like, I was a little glib, you know, okay. maybe, maybe, you know, it's not necessarily fair to say that. Like I said, it was an island of peace and name only. And if it wants to be a beacon of peace abroad, it needs to be that at home. And it needs to resolve issues like 4-3, development issues and sure. so forth. But sure. I don't, I don't agree with that because there's a lot compact in those four words. And do you know, like, okay, so how... Do you remember 1991? In general? In general. How kind of uh, Were you a, a child? A, what? You were a child, I believe? No, I, I wasn't a child. 
No. Yes, sure. Let's let's just let the world think that I was a child. Yes, I okay. was a child. I was really young. I must have been seven years old. Keep going. I was nine. Jurassic Park <laughs> was. Yeah, I was nine. Jurassic Park was still two more years from coming out. Ghostbusters Ooh. two Ooh. was two years removed from release, but the Cold War was still ongoing. Right. I don't remember yes. the Cold War very well. I do, because mm. I'm American, and it was a big deal. Yeah. Um, mm. But amid the Cold War, there was, uh, at that time, it was nearing the end, and USSR uh, President Gorbachev and Korean President Ro Tae-woo held a summit at the Shila Hotel in Jungmoon on April 20th, 1991. No 1991, okay. Wow. Jae was christened Island of World Peace January 27th, 2005. Because of that meeting. Yeah, essentially. But there's more to it than that. This is even before Jeju became a province that had got this title. And it has to do with the fact that that summit happened here. But also, like the gravity of that summit was, afterwards, Roe said that summit was the greatest achievement of his presidency. Wow, that's big right. words. Okay. And I, so I went back and looked at newspapers about this, old newspapers, and it was the first summit time that the, like it was the first relationship between Russia and Korea in 85 years. Wow. Before okay. the Japanese occupied, right? And so yeah. you have, and they're an enemy, enemy, an adversary at the very least, a country. Sure. And it was the first time they met together and it meant also to the people in Korea the potential for reunification because at that same time, Germany was reunifying or about right, to. Right, right. Right? Yeah. So they saw this so big deal. Huge yeah. deal. Huge yeah. deal. So all yeah. the stuff that was wrapped in this term was the fact that maybe we can have reunification from this meeting. Yeah. That Like, do you remember like two years ago during... Your president Trump and Kim Jong Un were supposed to. Your president. Don't, 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 don't make me start turning away viewers. Yeah, no, no, getting mad at me. But I do remember when he when he visited when that man visited here. Yes, I remember. Well, no, Trump. They had the summit with Kim Jong Un, right, in yeah. Hanoi. They were thinking yeah. of doing it here on Jeju. Yeah, that's now it sounds. Yes, yes. I thought you meant when he was going up to the DMZ. Uh, right. Yes, I remember when he was thinking. I remember that because everyone's like, no way. Yeah, and that's because of this idea of Jeju being this place where summits okay. of peace happen because also, you know, okay. Bill Clinton came here and then you had right. uh, one of the Chinese presidents, which has only been like well, two, so I don't know why I can't remember. Or, <laughs> and also um, Japan came here. Right. So there's been quite a few heads of states, heads of countries, mm -hmm. and along with a smattering of famous actors and mm -hmm. such as well, if I recall correctly. Didn't uh, Henry? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm horrible <laughs> with names. I was going to say something cool. I was going to be like uh, one of the ones with the facts, you know, but never yeah. mind. <laughs> but that meeting was the first of like two or three to come between three yeah. with Russia. Yeah. And each yeah. time it was like, Roe said the Cold War ice of the Korean Peninsula has now begun to crack because of these meetings, right? That's and, interesting. And so the reason, like, and that's why when they talk about island of world peace, they always talk about reunification because they felt, mm -hmm. or, or Koreans at least felt like that was what was possible 
from these okay. meetings with Russia, which I thought I didn't even realize. Like I knew these things, but it's hard. It's different to between knowing and knowing. Right. Right. Well, now I see why you're saying you felt a little glib. Uh, I also I could see. I mean, that seems a little bit more. Those meetings seem a little bit more uh, interesting and than what has happened in the last few years. So. Right. Yeah. But those things that happened in the last few years, like it's not just a designation; it's a law that got passed. And underneath that law, Jeju has to do things to create relationships with. North Korea, Jeju has oh. to do things to pursue peace in which that Jeju Peace Institute I talked about was founded because of that. Yeah. There's, I actually, do you know that I just heard about that? Uh, someone was trying to join one of the groups I run on Facebook. And uh, so we ended up talking and hopefully we can even have him on the podcast, but he is a visiting scholar there for the summer. I had never even heard of the Peace Institute. Do you know when that was made? Um... I, not off the top of my head. Have you been there? It's yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been it's there. A, it's, it's not that far from here. It's down okay. in Jungmun, and um, it's also the location of UNITAR, which is the UN International Training Center, which is oh. where they train. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Right. Okay. They train. Really. Develop. They train governments and like yeah. government officials and poli- and reporters and. That's fascinating. From developing countries and how to live up to uh, the UN like standards, the, right? To increase their own standards of fascinating. Something. Guarantee you, a lot of people did not know that. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot to this, more than just the title, right? Mm-hmm. And then it brought us the Jeju Forum, which right. starts today, which. I mean, you can. Oh, it starts it's, today. It starts today, which is why okay. I was talking about the about this today because uh, Gorbachev is back on the island. No, you're kidding me. Yeah, Gorbachev is back on the island. Why? I I truly don't know how you. Oh, you went to the summit. No, I I didn't went to the summit today. No, it's at the Hevichi Hotel, which is used to be in Jungmun, and then a couple yeah. years ago they moved they it to the. Over. Yeah, the Hevichi Hotel for bigger, nicer. No idea that he was here. That's yeah. truly fascinating. Yeah, and the, he's here for this peace forum because it's this year marks the 30th oh, anniversary of that summit. I'm gonna head down to Piosa and see if I can get myself a handshake. Uh, you, I'd like to. I'd like to see you try. <laughs> I'd, like, <laughs> I'd like to see you try. Yes, there's gonna be an extra security at that beach, but we'll see. We'll see. Well, like Ban Ki Moon is here for it. Well, I Good mean. Oh, that's a good point. It is, some of it's virtual. So who knows who actually who's going to be here? Right. Who's here, who's not. Yeah. 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 Um, but like the former pres- uh, prime ministers of Australia is here. Um, a lot of big, big names are here. I used to cover this every year and it's. It's amazing the the names of people. Oh, agreed. Which is why I was trying to be cool and remember even actors and and because like there's been some famous actors that are activists mm. that were invited here as well. So yeah, yeah, mm. interesting. Okay, so, you know, well to talk more about this, let's throw to our 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 our, our expert, special guest, our special guest Tommy Tran, Woo-hoo. to talk more about the designation of uh, Jeju Island of World Peace. And now with us to speak more about the Island of World Peace is Tommy Tran, a lecturer at the University of California, Marsad. Thank you so much for being back with us today. 
Yeah, thanks for inviting me back. We love having you on the show. It's great to have you back. We should have a nickname for him, don't you think? The master of history. The master. (laughs) Master of policy. Yeah, I'll think I'll think of something, and that's going to be his new nickname whenever he's on. So, and we were just talking about the Island of World Peace designation and all that comes with that and the history of it. Now, Mm -hmm. I was there's a lot to it, so I was curious. What did you think of the Island of World Peace as a, like a program, as an initiative? And do you think it's a success or has it been the opposite of a success? Honestly, I'm really ambivalent about it. There's, um, there's good things about it because it does allow, allow people to um, publicly recognize uh, the history of Jeju Island and the reason why it has its designation in the first place. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, it's also kind of seems more like a publicity stunt on on the on the part of uh, the Jeju Jeju government and also the tourism organizations on, on Jeju Island. Right. So I, I'm really I really have uh, really mixed feelings about the notion of island of world peace. Uh-huh. And whether whether it's a failure or success, it's really hard to say because uh, because there are forums on on Jeju, there are meetings lot, that yeah. are happening on Jeju, yeah. mm-hmm. and there are these conversations like the Jeju Forum um, or or invitations uh, to to activists from from Okinawa and Taiwan. Mm-hmm. And ironically, uh, those those um those conferences that are happening with activists are ironically outside of the governmental level. So, oh. so, the, so like the Gongzheng activists, um, so that yeah. very controversial issue involving the naval base. Uh-huh. Ironically, that brought uh, peace activists uh, from Taiwan and, and Okinawa to Jeju. Mm-hmm. And they, yeah. I remember during the Jeju Forum when that happened, they actually kind of forced their way into the forum, not physically, but like because of their presence on the island and because of the attention it got, they actually got uh, like some space within the forum itself to discuss their issues, which actually wasn't, I don't believe was really planned at that time. So that's, that's, oh, really that's interesting. interesting. Yeah. But like for instance, with the Jeju Forum, it's such high profile people. It kind yeah. of excludes the grassroots kind of yeah. or, organization is that kind of what you're saying yeah it's it's mostly mostly politicians that already are prominent on the world mm-hmm. stage or or individuals that already have have a name behind them mm-hmm. so um so it seems it seems increasingly divorced from from the whole reason why Jeju was designated a quote unquote island of world place to begin mm-hmm. with, okay. and that uh, that of course is that if you recall that goes back to the Nomu Hyun administration uh, when when he first uh, admitted that uh, the Korean the South Korean government did commit atrocities on Jeju Island in, in the April third event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's done a lot of, in a way, of like recognition for parts of Korea's history, and I, I'm I'm not ambivalent, but I understand what you're saying. Like I'm, I kind of see the both aspects to it because a lot of good has come from it, but also at the same time. It's also been used for mice industry, which is like meetings, incentives, conventions, and exhibitions to bring more tourist dollars to Jeju. Now, in the future, how would you like to see the island properly use the designation? Well, it, it really, there really is a potential to bring um, to bring these these various traumatic histories uh, together to actually have these forums to talk right. about them, to have them have them operate at the grassroots level, and um, a lot of this has been happening outside of the governmental level. So, ironically, mm-hmm. it has been successful in that regard, and um, not because of the designation, but in spite of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's interesting. It almost seems that way. Now, um, the Jeju Forum starts today. Mm-hmm. And uh, those grassroots, from my knowledge, I don't believe we're having those conversations about the airport, for instance, which yeah. is the new Gongjong thing, Gongjong mm-hmm. version of that protest. The same people are involved in it, yeah. yet mm-hmm. what we're talking about at these forums are wider, larger issues that aren't really Jeju focus. Now... It's, Alexis, would you, is there, did I interrupt you? Were you about to say something? No, no. I just, I think that's, uh, you know, I don't know a lot about this subject, so it's always interesting to listen to you talk. But um, on one hand, it not being just about Jeju is is not a bad thing, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, mm-hmm. really it is saying the island of world peace. So that's nice on one hand. On yeah. the other hand, I'm with Tommy that the grassroots really should be having the voice. I know who was, or, gosh, Bill Clinton was here for this forum, right? Yep, it's, I mean, so... That's not really when you think about uh, American policies and things like that. We're, we're not talking about world peace so much. So um, there's been a lot of famous people. It would be nice, like you said, Tommy, to see some grassroots come up and really have an influence in this uh, big, massive forum. Because it is a very famous one at this point, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, that so. is really interesting because you had talking about, like, there's those elements of Jeju. One part of elements of Jeju is that it desires very much to be famous, very really, much to be really. well known, and mm-hmm. it wants this famous to be the, the what is it? The Davos of Asia, mm. right? The new the Davos of peace or whatever <laughs> they they call it as. And on the other side, there's actually really great conversations that are going on go on there. Right. So maybe this is just kind of. The good with the bad, so to speak. Yeah, the ebb and the flow, right? Like this yeah. year, that year, this year, that year. See what happens. Well, great. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you so much for taking the time just to come on our show to drop that knowledge and your insight into these things. We really appreciate it. Yeah, anytime. Hopefully we'll have you back on when you come to the uh, final conclusion on how the Hawaii of Korea has started. Yes, I actually found more documents. There'll be be much more to talk about. Yes, we will definitely be having you back on so we can piece through that. Yeah, I'm I'm scheduling you right (laughs) now for the next episode. Thanks very much, Tommy. Tommy, you're just going to be a regular, and I'm going to work it on that nickname, okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Thank you. All right, bye. And... Thank you very much again, Tommy, for being on. It's always a pleasure having him. It's always so interesting to have him. So interesting. The man is just a wealth of knowledge. I, and I love that right now he's updating his Facebook, uh, constantly with, uh, I love this. I love this. He's updating constantly with, uh, he's here in Korea specifically to research more about the Korean history, but Mm. while he's at it on Jeju, he's hitting all the libraries and et cetera, et cetera. And he's trying to dig down deep into Mm -hmm. the governor at the time and why Jeju is called the Hawaii of Asia. And he started to get like deeper and deeper. So I'm, we, we're going to have to have him back and talk about that. That's what you mentioned. I was confused. I was like, when you yeah. mentioned that to him, I'm like, at the end of the, I'm like, we, didn't we, didn't we do that? Did, didn't it's, no, it's, it's, oh. he's here in Korea specifically. And he's in between uh, Jeju and the mainland and he's hitting up the special libraries and just is digging and digging and just trying to find more research. And one of the things that he's doing whilst looking mm-hmm. for his own, you know, oh. work. He's 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 finding he's uncovering clues to where Hawaii of Korea came from. So oh, that's interesting. That's eventually, maybe we'll, he'll have an answer or maybe he won't. But his mm. process has been really interesting. I'm loving it. 
Oh, so he's okay. updating you on, on, on Facebook. Well, he's that. updating his it. Facebook, yeah. And every time he does it, I'm like, all right, one more piece, one more piece. <laughs> it's really cool, yeah. It's such an odd niche thing, but I love it. I want to know exactly everything yep. I can about that. Yep, and he's <laughs> the man to find out, yeah. Uh, well, you, you know what time it is? Interview time. No. Oh, Jeju Dialect time. It's time for Jeju Dialect. Brought to you by Jesus 25 and Jungmoon. When in Jungmoon, hit up the Uchigook. No, not the Uchigook. Hit up the Jesus 25 across the street from the Uchigook. Get all your victuals and libations and all your other good stuff there. No. Tasty, tasty beers. Tasty, tasty beers, especially in the summer, summer heat. <laughs> We're dorks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Now it's time. For our hugely popular segment <laughs> of Jeju Dialect Corner, brought to you by GS25 in June Moon, with our teacher, Sansing Nimi Thank you so much for being with us again. Always thank you. Tari Oh. Hey, you now she's showing off. I love it. Really? What does that mean? What does that one mean? Oh, I don't know. Like, have you been well? Something oh. like that? Nice. I That's like really that. Okay. So. Now, before we get to today's lesson, I thought uh, I would like to say I've been actually quite surprised by how much I've been using the language and the words we use actually in this class. And so on the weekend, I was going up to people and saying like, on the way out the door. And I was very proud. I was like wearing, you know, a very pleasant of a person I was, which is not always the case. And then Jung heard me say that to a shopkeeper on the way out, and she was like, oh, you're doing that wrong. <laughs> How was yeah. I doing it wrong? I know, like, even I do remember that we learned that expression, like, last time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I didn't notice at the time it was wrong. So, like, we were learning, I think, take care last mm -hmm. time. And if you want to say to somebody to take care, then you should say, 맹심합사. Just No, you don't say because okay. means to go. So you say like somebody's to leaving, somebody leaving, and then you can say mm. to him, to the person who's leaving, that you can say uh Right. Mm. So I was saying to the shopkeeper as if they were leaving, and yeah, I was the yeah, actually the yeah, one leaving. Yeah. 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 Nobody seemed but, to notice. But nobody, nobody was bothered, yeah. right? No, no, they were very happy. I love happy it. They were just like, it. like impressed that you were just saying like Mengshim, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. which Mengshim is, is like Jeju dialect. Which is also Jeju yeah. dialect. So that's really interesting. So that's really reassuring that, to our listeners that they can go make mistakes and they're probably still gonna get a good reaction from everybody. <laughs> and they'll leave yeah. like me. I was like the cock of the walk, you know. I was leaving the stores <laughs> like, look at me. I speak Jeju Satori, yeah. and she's like, oh, I Darryl. like it. Pop that ego right there. So, what are we learning today? So, this week, I think we should learn, like, because I taught you guys, like, wrong Jeju dialect. So, like, mm -hmm. I'm sorry. So, mm -hmm. so, we will learn, like, I'm sorry in Jeju dialect today. Nice. And okay. We say, like, 미안합니다 in Korean. And in Jeju dialect, Mianhoda. 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 Say it one more time. Mianhoda. 
Corner of Jeju dialect with me, you, and Jeju. And until next Thank time. Thank you, teacher. Thank you. Meishinghe. Kapsa. Tari Shipsa Yang. Ooh, nice. Alexis, do you use, like, have you used any of these words in the, in the wild as, as I embarrassingly have? No, I love your story, by the way, because if anything, it just makes me feel like. I can be a little bit more confident. Honestly, I haven't. I, I, I'm so ashamed of my pronunciation. And maybe I should just get over myself. But I'm always so worried about how I say things and how it comes out of my mouth. So um, I haven't been using. But the I'm sorry seems easy enough for me to do it. I, I think what I need is like to write it all on my phone uh -huh. and be able to pull it up and look at it while saying it a couple times. Yeah, I guess, I guess my the moral of my story is I was incorrect. Just do it. And nobody cared. Just do it. And, and they nobody were happy cared. with you, right? Super happy. Like See, it, that's cool. It endears you to the, 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 the local Koreans and, and they remember you is another yeah. thing. I will right? say for those of us, our listeners that are on the island, I do think the south side is a little bit more older culture than the north side. I think the north has changed the restaurants, the businesses. Wow, okay. And... I don't think in the north you're really gonna. Well, I don't want to. I don't know. There's always restaurants and places that are owned by the old Jeju people, but mm. I I think mo a lot of times nowadays it's the transplants from the mainland that have the mm. northern area. Does that yeah. make sense? Per perfect sense. You know, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell us a quick story about my my mother-in-law then that explains it perfectly. You know, um, she doesn't drive. Oh, okay. Uh, oh. Because, yeah, okay. No, you task her, like, why didn't you learn to drive? And she goes, oh, another thing I have to do? Right? <laughs> like, that's her, that was her reaction. I like her already. <laughs> but, and I, I just asked my wife the other day, like, when was the last time she went to Jeju Shi? Oh. Never. Never. <laughs> why? Why does she have to? All her friends are here. Yep. Yep. Everything is in Jungmu. 100%. And so, this doesn't surprise me. Which make and she speaks at Jeju Satori, which is, which is to your point, go mm -hmm. to the villages. Mm -hmm. Exactly, mm -hmm. the north, the, right in the city. I mean, you, you know, for like I said, for the listeners, go ahead and try it because you gosh, mm -hmm. you can't make assumptions about mm -hmm. where somebody's from or what what they know or don't know. I just think you know the markets, the mm -hmm. smaller um, supermarkets, things like that, the with five day markets. That's where you're really gonna have a chance. And then if you live south side, mm -hmm. definitely be trying it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, I feel a little emboldened after hearing your story. So maybe in a a month you can ask me that question again and see if I've had any progress. Uh, you know, I'm going to ask you in two weeks. I'm going to ask you in two oh, weeks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't be trying to put the pressure on. And that's been another episode of Me, You, and Jeju. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you have a moment, please take it and hit that subscribe button or like or share or do any of the other internet mumbo jumbo that we ask you to do which is all really helpful and gets us more listeners and creates a larger community which is why we started this in the first place now on instagram for instance we have tons of interesting content at least i think it's interesting of 
about teacher facts and figures and pictures, and also we're putting all of our lessons there that we're doing with Sun Sing Nim Hyun Now, so there you can see the English spelling, the Korean spelling, and also listen to the you know the pronunciation and be able to look at the phonetics of it. So that's really useful for trying to use these terms in the wild. Now, music for this episode has been by Jason Lisko, Art, Sarah Hodgkiss. I'm Daryl Coote, and my co-host, as you all know, is Alexis Joy. Now, to continue with our endeavor to try to promote local Jeju-based music and musicians, uh, we have the music styles of Cayman Ross to end this episode. Now, Ross, who moved to Korea from America early last year, has primarily performed as the front of prog rock outfits and experimental groups. And for those who are like me and didn't realize until very recently, as in looking up to know what prog rock is. Prog rock stands for progressive rock and not rock from the Czech city of Prague. Uh, but I digress. <laughs> Cayman Ross has uh, recently completed a new solo piano instrumental album. The song we're going to be playing now is called Very Distant Starlight from that Jeju-inspired piano album, I Dreamt We Fell in Love. The album will be available everywhere where digital music is found September 9th. Until then, subscribe to Cayman Ross's YouTube channel. Cayman Ross's first signal from the new album will be available July 7th. And until then, here is Very Distant Starlight.